Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hot Feed. My name is Raheem Cox. I'm a professional writer slash podcaster. You can find my books and podcasts via my website, www.rootforcepublications.com. As part of this bi-weekly episode of Hot Feed, I will be discussing topics such as the torture of two black men in Mississippi, tips to help you pay for college, 62% of loan borrowers likely to boycott, and more. Not to keep you waiting, let's start off. Two black men were heavily mishandled under a confrontation of Mississippi's Rankin County police officers, six in all. The allegations placed upon these officers were by far heavily graphic. Said due to racial causes, the two men, Mr. Parker and Mr. Jenkins, were intruded into their homes and tortured and terrorized. It said partially the reason for the inappropriate confrontation were reasons of them associating with white women, which a lot of Southern black men face. Upon entering their house with no warrant, the officers immediately handcuffed the men and beat them. In the midst of the ordeal also, the officers continually stunned them with tasers with their tasers. It said one officer actually shot around near one of the men's head to make it appear and frighten one of the men he would shoot them. He would shoot him. They then waterboarded both men, making them lay on their backs, handcuffed, while they poured milk, grease, and liquor all over their faces. This all occurred August 3rd. Incidents like these, as I previously mentioned, improper police guidance was put into place to monitor actions of enforcement would never take place. That's it for this segment. Next up is six tips to help you pay for college. Let's get to it. Here are six tips to help you pay for college. If you are if you already chose the school of, of your choice, get a detailed annual course estimate and compare it to your existing existing savings, income, and budget. Second, second way to help you pay for college. Make sure you have a college savings plan that allows tax-free withdrawals. Three, fill out a FAFSA application for federal student aid. Four, apply for private student loans. These are good for when federal student loans, grants, savings, and scholarships, scholarships Don't cover all your qualified higher education expenses. Five, get a co-signer. This can put a family member or friend into your course. 
and it can help getting a student loan at a lower interest rate. Six, borrow the right amount. You should base the amount of your private student loan on the cost of your school attendance. That's it for this segment. Next up is 62% of loan borrowers likely to boycott. Let's get to it. In a week following August 29, 2023, U.S. federal student loans were set to resume. Amongst the 6 in 10 borrowers, say, amongst them, 6 in 10 borrowers say they're likely to boycott repayments according to a survey by Intelligent.com. By half of the 13, of the 1,000 the thousand borrowers, they believe boycotting could lead to all student debt being forgiven, while three and four respondents say they think a boycott would be somewhat or highly likely to help elected help elected elect politicians who support loan forgiveness. Loan distribution is crucial in this nation's time. It said the epidemic didn't enact legislature to reconcile more abruptly. And with inflation and other factors, getting proper schooling is an area that could easily be cut in course. When you examine the balance sheet our capitalists have on their table, their owner's equity is multiplied dozens past the average businessman or woman. Which, if you're sane enough, be a unbalanced, requiring easier schooling. Joe Biden, around August, announced a plan to cancel 10000 to 20000 in federal student loan debt per borrower. Though in June, the U.S. Supreme Court's right-wing majority struck down the president's plan. That's it for this segment. Next up is the Montgomery, the Montgomery River Brawl. Let's get to it. The Montgomery River Brawl was the headline of American news at its time, which was a setback in racial tension, but by many, a theatrical, theatrical footage. On August 8th, a reporting I'm behind in casting, a black co-captain refused to allow a group of whites the ableness to more to move from a designated parking area. What then occurred was first, what, what then occurred was fist and a brawl between the co-captain and, and, and other whites, leading to a white versus black brawl. 
following other blacks who were close by, aiding in the captain's defense. What made it so much of a standout, me myself, I got the chance to view it before the post. I later I later read in an article on a social media page. It stood out by the nature of the brawl, how a full-scale boxing match between whites and blacks were filmed slugging it out for over 10 minutes with over 15 other people joined together. The co-captain, Damian Pickett, gave a eager fight to protect his position. The Montgomery brawl amongst these brawlers at this time in U.S. news was seen by everyone. That's it for this segment. Next up is maternity care missing. Let's get to it. Me, myself, faced with obstacles of manhood, I often lack the time to be concerned too heavy for the difficulties women face as mothers. I have always been concerned for their behalf as individuals, but little realized the availability for them to have care to have care needed for supplies and treatment are actually after study not too commonly apprehensible. New research from the March of Dime indicates that for millions of women in the United States it is increasingly difficult to access maternity care coming from an extensive report stemming from all 50 states in America. Maternity care is difficult to come by. Our healthcare system for many communities around the U.S. are not too concerned with the need mothers face in order for pregnancy and giving birth to be administered purposefully. More than one-third, 36% of the U.S. counties are considered maternity care deserts, which are defined as counties without a hospital or birth center offering obstetric care and without any obstetric providers. It's even said more than 32 million reproductive aged women are vulnerable to poor health outcomes due to lack of access to reproductive health care services. That's it for this segment. Next up is Africa's Potential. Let's get to it. It is commonly heard and known of the wealth the African continent encompasses. For years, the people there on ground have been exploited of their wealth, forcing their raw materials to be profited by an external market of different ethnicity. 
from a recent article I came across a valid opinion voted voted they should seize the opportunity to better integrate into technology intensive global supply chains and boost prosperity what was also stated this depends on their ability to harness key market and investment trends they yield high potential automobile solar energy and pharmaceutical industries their tech growth has proven to be distinct already as hubs in artificial intelligence 3d printing blockchain fintech and e-commerce are growing on the african continent what was announced by secretary general of unctad Grinspan was in order for African for Africa to be to be able to seize competitive advantage they must invest well and strengthen supply chains that's it for this segment next up is India and China's pledge to maintain peace let's get to it China and India's bordering disputes go back many years. They fought a war over their border in 1962, concluding it divides the areas of physical control rather than territorial claims. In recent times, there has been debate and altercations over their disputed borders. Late August 15, the Chinese Defense Ministry issued a joint statement on social media stating the 19th round of commander-level talks were focused on resolving issues. That's it for this segment. Next up is the famous quote, quote of Franz Fanon. Let's get to it. The famous Afro-Caribbean psychiatrist and political philosopher, Frantz Fanon, once quoted that every generation must discover its mission and fulfill it or betray it. These words are highly proliferated into me as a person and the duty I serve as a podcaster. Not only do I re- recognize the importance of instillment, to later captivate, but as a podcaster that every two weeks philosophizes news briefings, I am honored to render the ideology of this, also political philosopher myself. Forms of apprehension, forms of apprehension conscious-wise, to the molding of one's environment is unique. The notion to be a shaper is a step alone that sets you apart in afterlife, I believe. To not only be a shaper of your society, but do it in a way that was an emblem 
of your generation's legacy is commemorable in an older age, you have the dignity to look back and glance at what and how you took part in that was a small piece of yours. That's it for this segment. Next up is health misinformation. Let's get to it. Only three in ten Americans still believe in vermicidin. Invermectin is an is is an effective treatment for COVID, and few think our media outlets and official institutions capture the realities of the COVID nineteen virus. What's true and who's telling the truth is more critical to a to national aid than we think. Being a professional. From experience is more a test than the average mom thinks. You have to be able to reconcile with reconcile with self, those in your close proximity, community, and those that seek to you for assistance. This due to your personal field of occupation suggests you are fully aware to many aspects of study. And that you are not solely focused on your own matters and the livelihood of others. Misinformation, especially when it comes to miseducation of a virus, all AIDS-bearing groups of this country are aware to. Misinformation leads to lives being lost and health problems not being resolved. This tells me a lot. It reminds me the role each member of this country has a bipartisan entity to this country's makeup. That's it for this segment. Next up is crisis in liberal cities. Let's get to it. Liberal cities around America are becoming hotbeds for dilemma and community cluster. We're currently under a migrant crisis, crisis, where these fresh Americans are shipped to cities in the midst, in the midst of heavy political confusion. Where is suitable to hold them? How should we house them? What opportunities are credible for them? And why should Americans already on ground surrender opportunity and equity of share? American cities
cities have always been melting pots of change and progress. States currently, currently like Massachusetts and New York, dating 9-14-2023, are in a state of crisis, where elected officials have no reconcile over how these migrants and their vulnerable new entry should interplay with politics for those home to these communities. For many decades, we have welcomed these migrants. The odds are starting to be outweighed, though. Those home to cities such as Massachusetts, New York, and others have a monthly expenditure soaring to the millions. That's the final segment of Hot Feed. I hope you gain much on public awareness. Tune in in two weeks. Once again, my website is www.rootforcepublications.com. Thank you.